welcome to this episode of Wine on Wednesday. I'm joined once again by our generous hosts, Maria Elena Solis, Rosie Brophy, Patty Watton, and Joe Geiger. Hi, ladies. How are you today? Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> we practiced <laughs> to make it in unison. <laughs> uh, today's episode is called Take a Break Before You Break. We're going to touch a little bit on time management, unplugging, uh, establishing a work-life balance, and some mental health issues. So, ladies, uh, welcome to today's episode. It's great to have you. Uh, let's dig right in. Tell me a little bit about um, how you work, uh, how you manage your day, and uh, how you how you manage to um, take a break before you break. Um, I think it's a little different in the pandemic and now that we've been working from home. So I have to make sure that I, you know, get up and, and get showered and get dressed and really dig into my day. Um, and even if I take a break during the day that I get right back into it. I mean, it's, you know, you're not as regimented as you are when you're in the office, I guess is what I want to say. Um, but for me, I, you know, I'll work my normal work day and then I'll, you know, meet up with friends for dinner or something like that. And then I might come back and work again, but that's, that's just me. I'm, I, I don't mind it. I kind of do it on my own terms. I'm, I'm allowed like flexibility. So my kind of break is being able to do my own thing when I want to in between, or I, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but that's, that's how I manage. I, I think flexibility. Flexibility, I think, because I'm so flexible. I think I think it's been great, um, you know, with all the horrible thing I should say isn't great, with COVID and all. I think that we've been able, with the flexibility, um, been able to be less stressed uh, when it comes to uh, where we're working um, and how, and the meetings and such. I think that helps with that. When we, prior to that, it, you know, I'm, I'm the worst at it. I don't take a lunch and, um, uh, you know, I work until it's done. Right. Um, and so that can be um, taking a break is something that we really need to work on to do um, because it is important for us because we do get burned out. Somebody told me that 20 years ago, you're going to get burned out if you work like this all the time. Right. You will get burned out. You're going to have to figure out how to manage your stress with work. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, and, you know, and I think it's just so different now, like Patty started the conversation with the COVID being able to work from home or when you're at the office. And I think that I, when I'm at the office, I always find that um, I like to return my phone calls. The first thing I do is log in and, and check my emails for any like emergencies. Uh, then the very next thing I do is um, listen to all my voice messages and return those phone calls. That way it's out of the way and I don't have like, a, a, you know, I'm not like backlogged with everything. But I try to set specific times when I do those things. Um, and a lot of times I am big on retrieving a voice message and answering with an email. I retrieve your voice message saying blah, blah, oh, blah. I do that too. Because... First of all, I can kind of stay away from engaging into a conversation that I yeah. want to in a particular <laughs> situation. But sometimes it's better ex, um, when you, when they're asking for an architecture application or they have a research yeah. question, 
they can just respond. And then there's also, you know, proof and documentation of that conversation. Uh, so it doesn't get ill interpreted. Um, so now me, and this is just me, I cannot work with music. Like, oh, so I can't work with that. So, That's crazy. If somebody can never share an office. Is, is playing their music very loud. I, I just, I can't. And my brain just needs to concentrate on my letter writing. So I will close my door and then just work. Whereas though I don't have those distractions or interruptions when I'm working from home. So I very much love working from home. I am I'm, like, I just, I'm focused. Mm -hmm. I have no distractions. My only distraction is going to my kitchen uh -huh. for whatever reason. I feel like I just need to yeah, yeah. get up and go and check something out. Right. Open the fridge, even if I don't take anything out, I just looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's different. It really is. But you gotta, you gotta break the day. If not, oh, yeah. it's, it's just murder. When, yeah. um, especially if you're having a bad day. It just seems that it's like one email after the other after the other, and you're like, oh, please break. How about you, Maria Elena? What's your work style like between working in the office and working from home? I prefer to work at the office, and thank God Penko allows us to do it because it's a very small office in the North region. So everything is just where it's supposed to be, you know, at home. I don't have an office. So I'm sitting in the dining room and I live with my sister and my mom. So there's always certain activity going on. So I, I really prefer to be at home. I mean, to be at the office. And that way you have all your files, you have the copy machine, you have everything that you're supposed to have in the right environment. So how do you take a break though before you break when you're regimented? <laughs> Usually the best way to break for me is to go tour my property. Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Not to mention she brought it for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Fireball. Start the day right now. That's a cool thing. Um, so touring the properties That's gives a me uh, a break. I, you know what? I'll chime in on that one. I I love doing that. If I'm driving to a property, it's my time to return phone calls to all my vendors. Really? It's uninterrupted. I'm focused and, and I can just chit chat with whatever. I just keep going and I, I feel like I don't miss a beat. Not clicking away and mm -hmm. talking. Yeah. That's a problem for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So even if you're on site, I mean, just stepping away true. and touring the property, yep. to me, is, is a great way to work. Yeah, I used to love doing that. I walk my property all the time. Me too. Me too. And if you can't, then you're driving. And that is a way, like, if I don't want to take lunch, if I have to take lunch, that means I'm going to go out and spend. And that's not good. So what I'll do is if I if I fully feel like I need to take a break, and, and that's important, and I, I need to do that more, is I'll just get and drive around the property. And I don't think that. For me, that's not even. It's not a break. Yeah, it's not a break. break. I'll go over to Panera Bread or I'll sit at Starbucks or yeah. Dunkin' Donuts or something like that. I mean, I treat myself well, like I do, but I, I get my work that's done, and I I have a lot of um, meetings at night. I have ten properties right now, so even though they're virtual, I'm meeting a lot at night. Um, so that's why I stuff. try to take the break during the day. I don't really feel stressed. But I mean, like, is oh, it less. less 
I mean, when I was meeting in person, I used it as like a social thing, you know, for me, it was kind of nice to meet up with the people and, oh. and all that. So, yeah. Our company's only allowing um, or not allowing in-person meetings. Same, yeah. And I think most most companies are following that trend. And I have to say, my board love the virtual connection. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's it's here to stay. And oh, I agree. I so appreciate yeah. not having to drive at night and, you know, get there, do your meeting, and then drive all the way home. Here, you just unclick, unplug your laptop, or... You say connected, but then you're home. You don't have to drive anywhere. You're not dealing with the elements or time or distances. You're already in your home. So I love it. Let's talk a little bit about what happens during your day that fires you up, throws you off your game, gets you upset. Um, and how do you reset when that happens? You know, is it is it an angry an angry call, an angry email? Um, you know, is it a problem with one of your vendors? What what can throw your game off, and how do you get back on track? I mean, maybe I'm just old, and I've been doing this a long time, but I, I don't let things bother me like that anymore. I mean, now if it were a board member kind of upset with me or something that I did or didn't do, that would really throw my day off. I would really be upset. But um, as far as homeowners and being angry or angry calls or, I don't know, I don't take it personally. I, I really don't. So that doesn't really throw me off um, as much as if it were a board member that was disappointed. It doesn't happen often, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> but, Do you think that's a product of experience or are you just built that way? No, I don't think I was always built this way. I think it, it, I just kind of got a little bit thicker skin you know, 24 years doing this. So I think you all of a sudden realize, you know, you can't take things personally. And I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I'm just pretty even keeled. I don't let things, I don't, you know, like I said, if I, if I'm super busy, like at budget time and contract renewals and things like that, and I have to work at night or extra hours, I just take it as, okay, I, I, this is what I got to do. You know, I don't get myself all stressed out and worked up. So maybe I'm not the right one to answer that question too. Well, I mean, I think that um, I can get derailed less than I used to. And I definitely think it does have to do with maturity. Um, and um, I think that it's, you know, sometimes, you know, I think because we all have that same personality, we're people pleasers and we want things to go smoothly and, kind of resolve it and, you know, brush your hands and say, okay, we're done with that. And people are relentless, 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 and you can't, and then they get, you know, your regional involved and all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I always say to myself, give it a day, give it a day. Like, you know, like just, it, it's going to pass. And tomorrow you're going to look at that email or that problem and think it's so petty. Right. Um, but it, you know, sometimes I can get derailed. Um, I hate to say this, but if it's a tenant and not an owner, I basically, if they are ranting and ranting and raving, and I've already told the owner, I'm not speaking with them anymore. I'm going through you. I just stop. I just block them. I block them because I've already done all I can. And the owner knows I'm not speaking with them anymore. And I block them because they, you know, I can do that. Um, and so that kind of feels good <laughs> that I could do that. But, uh, 
Yeah, uh, and I would say I'm very fortunate. I don't ever have any board members. My board members, I only have five, so I, they, I don't have any problems. But I do remember back in the day being real derailed by by board members. Yeah, so um, I think it does. It, it is a maturity thing. Um, I find that if I have an irate homeowner for whatever reason, I always like to play um, bad cop, good cop with my boards. So I will always uh, share that email, nasty email with the board, and I will prepare a draft response. Uh, how about handling it this way? And then I let them chime in. Um, and a lot of times, uh, many a times, the boards take it like, oh my God, like they can't believe like something is actually happening. And I, I, I recently handled it that way. There was, it's a single family home community um, the owner, without approval, installed a fountain in the backyard. So, of course, we told them, this is not good, blah, blah, blah. And he put it right against the fence from his opposing neighbor. So that neighbor never complained, but it wasn't the point. The point was, you know, he didn't go through the art process. And then we came to find out, well, I came to find out, through the township that it wasn't allowed to be in that, in that precise location. So we made him go to the township, um, apply for the permit, and he had water, electrical, he had everything running for the county. So he had, per the township, guidelines where it would, it would be allowed to be moved. So we made him go through the ARC process. We approved it with the township conditions. Uh, time passed, he never moved it. And then I get an order for a resale. And uh. I'm like, I'm like how about that? So I write to the realtor and, and the owner, uh, enclosing the letter and the prior emails with the township. And I said, you must, um, and our architectural approval letter stipulates that the improvement must be completed within 90 days, uh, within 90 days period. So my argument with them was you had not, this happened in November. I said, so you had 90 days to do it. You didn't do it. You never asked for an extension because his comment back was, what's the winter? I can't do it right now. I'll do it in a couple of months. We're not selling till the spring. And I'm like, nope. So of course, with the board back and forth, and I said, okay, so I'll do backup. You guys be my backup. So with the realtor, I put them on notice. No, I said, uh, you had 90 days to move it. You didn't do it. Take it out of the property. I said, first of all, this was an unauthorized installation. So it went back and forth between the realtor and the, and the seller. And um, at the end, and the board was like, oh, Rosie, can we do that? And I go, yeah, yeah, we can do that. I say, so let me stipulate this. The owner would still have the ability to appeal. And then you guys can be the good cops, allowing it with whatever conditions you want to do. And if he wants to punt it on, this, on the buyer, I would recommend you do not accept that. But that's entirely up to you. But let's just let's just see how it goes. He ended up removing the fountain. So, so those are the kind of things that uh, I feel like, and this comes with also experience and having dealt with so many owners in different situations that you just gotta step back and and don't take it personal and and try to just form your your group. Like you know know where your support system can come from. And for me, has always been my board of directors. By keeping them informed of everything that's happening in the community, they understand and, and having them be in sync with what are the rules, what are the guidelines, and how to enforce them. 
Okay, so now honesty time, Rosie. Are you always the bad cop? Usually the bad cop? Always. And do you like being the bad cop? I am always do you like being cop? the bad cop? I love it. <laughs> I love enforcing rules. Like, I am very black and white. And most people will tell you that's exactly how I am. Yeah. So if it's right, it's right. And if it's wrong, it's it, it's just it, it ain't going to fly. And, but if you contact me and ask me for help, I will, I will do my best within whatever is available or limitations. But don't try to sneak something because then I just, it's just not going to go well. So nothing derails you? No. <laughs> nothing derails you? Well, does anything really derail you? I don't oh, see yeah. you really. Yeah. yeah. But I honestly, I just step away. Yeah. Just like Jill said, give it a day. You take a break. Okay. I step away and um, just like Rosie said, I get in touch with the board of directors. They're always expecting your recommendation. Right. So uh, we work it out. But personally, I just have to step away because I know that I will most likely punch them. <laughs> oh, stop. Really, no. Some people are just miserable. Some people are miserable. And it doesn't matter you can't how change. much you do. You're the you sweetest. Do. You're the sweetest person in the world. So, so you to... really, I, I just have to stop. I'm away. insulted by that, Joe. So at CAI, we're still working with a hybrid schedule. Um, I'm in the office some days of the week. I'm, I'm working from home some days of the week. Um, and personally, I find that it's much easier to work from home. I get a lot more done. I have fewer distractions during the day. Um, I love my coworkers, don't get me wrong. But when I'm working on a project, I want to work on that project. And I get fewer interruptions at home than I do at the office. How do you handle interruptions when you're in the middle of something? Do you, do you tell them, go away, I'm working on something? Or you know, what is it that you do um, you know, if, you're, if you're knee deep in, in a project um, and then something else comes up? How do you handle that? Um, well, you know, it's hard when you have, when you're look, constantly looking down at your email and seeing whether what's popping in, but, um, I do, uh, try to practice just to focus on what I'm working on, unless I'm really tempted to look down and look at my email. Um, I can't be working on something and going back and forth. It's, it's, it's just not good. Um, so I try to, um, I try to prioritize. And um, if I do get interrupted, it's going to have, it'll, it'll have to be, and it can be put off and it's put off. That's what I try to do. I try to prioritize. So do you typically block your day and say, you know, from this time to this time, I'm going to do emails from this time to this time, I'm going to respond to phone calls and then I'm going to do this later or, or um, is it? Well, yes as, and no. As it happens, kind of yes and no. I do exactly what, um, and I think it's our management company is asking us to do that. Like when we first come in, I look at email, I look at my payables, I look at branch access and, um, you know, I, I look at all that. And then I look, and once I'm done looking at all of that and answering phone calls, then I look at what is the most important thing that I have to do today and focus on that. But you do, you know, you're looking down, you're seeing the emails coming through and you're like, what's going on, you know? But if you if you ask the girls, you'll see a lot of times I'm like the last one to respond because I, um, you know, just try to focus on the task at hand. That's what I try to do. I think every day can throw a curveball at you. 
I mean, you can have the best intentions or the base laid out plan. Like today I'm going to do this, this one thing and then chaos and something comes up. But I have to tell you, I am, I'm bad at that. Uh, one of the things that I also do as soon as I arrive, and it's just habit for me. I just log into Avid. I see what invoices are there and I approve them because I, I, you know, the vendors need to be paid and oh, yeah. I never want to hold that. And to me, it takes you really five minutes right. because you're so current. It's just like day in, day out, boom, boom, done. So that's a very easy task that I know it's complete. And I feel good when you have those little sense, senses of accomplishment. <laughs> and like one little step done, okay, done. No phone calls. All my invoices are paid. Then, right. Okay, I can then now go to emails. And I'm with you. Like if I'm working on a contract or whatever, and I start and I see my my email notifications that are coming in. And sometimes I just need like that little, that mental break. I will go to my email because a lot of times it's just a quick response. Right. Like they're looking for an art form or, you know, I, I don't know, something simple or they need, um, you know, I, whatever. So I, I do tend to look away from, from my given project. But if, if I'm at the office and I do want to concentrate on something, I, I will close my door. And I think everybody, that's like an unwritten rule. If you walk by somebody's manager's uh, area and the door is closed, like, you know, normally nobody will, will pop in and interrupt you with, you know, whatever they want to talk about. Right, right. But if somebody does, if I'm working and like my assistant will come and show I was something, I, I'm obviously, I so appreciate that I can go to my boss at any time of the day. She always has an open door policy. Because when you are going through something and you just need that quick, can I bounce this off of you? That's 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 golden. So yeah. if somebody, another manager or my assistant comes and asks a question, I will never turn them away because mm -hmm. I've been in their shoes. Right. So I, I do want the help and, I, and I'll give it. I'll give it. Give it and take it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, 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 okay. I tend to define <laughs> what is important and what is urgent. So uh, I try to focus on the important stuff. I do let the apparently urgent stuff slide because what is urgent for you is not urgent for me. If, if it doesn't, if the world doesn't stop turning, it's not important. Oh. See, there's that side of her. I know, it's scary. <laughs> Lord. So, uh, but just Fighting like Rosie, out. if somebody approaches you for help, uh, uh, oh, yeah. I'll be more than glad to do yeah. that. Yeah. If there's an emergency, well, we, uh, we all know that you just have to stop, drop, and walk. Right. But I, I do tend to look for what is important. That's good. And I'll do my best. Yep. And I have to say that one more thing is that when I get an email from a board member or my boss, yeah. I respond immediately. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, I will stop yeah. what I'm doing, even if it's trivial. Or, or from us. Or from, <clears throat> no, not from you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but if it's them, you know, I mean, it's, I, I always tell people when I'm yeah. training too, Same. when I'm training people, if you get an email from a board member corporate. or somebody from corporate or your regional, you need to respond to them right away. Yeah, I remember that was the very first thing that they taught me at Mid-Atlantic. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. When Patty Mullins. Oh, uh, yes. Coles. Yes. Oh, my God. You stopped. Yes. 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 Yeah. That was the first rule. I don't have anything really more to add. <laughs> Truthfully. I know. I'm like, what really about at the, a loss. About the, don't you always look at your email and work at the same time? Ms. I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally a multitasker. I don't know that that's the best thing to do, but I could be doing a contract for one community and working on a resolution for another community and looking at emails and, uh, you know, answering a phone call and then going back <laughs> and looking up somebody's account and then, oh, let me go back to the contract and somehow I get it all done. I, I don't know. I, and I'm not, I, I'm just not stressed. She likes it that way. I do. I always have at least five projects going at the same time. Yeah. And I'm, you know, doing a little bit here, then I'm doing a little bit there. Mm. Uh, but it's the same way in, in my personal life. I'm reading three books at the same time, you know, not literally at the same time, but I've got three different books going. You know, I'm working on a project while I'm watching a movie, while I'm talking to my wife, you know. So yeah, I'm, I'm much like you. I'm a multitasker. Um, it's a little bit chaotic, I think, from the outside. But on the inside, I, I figured out a way to make it work. And yes, for me, yeah. there's no other way to do it. Right. Yeah. I think a lot. I think it's, it's interesting. We all have different work styles that way. Yeah, and I think a lot more young people they talk about that how they're multitasking. But, but the yet, million multitasking. I don't know. Research says multitasking is not really that good. You should be focused on one thing. But my brain doesn't work like that. Right. When I'm going to take a break, like not work, but just like socially take a break. That's that's what helps me mentally, is to have something coming up planned yeah that is true and i really yeah it's really true about me like that helps me stay grounded um it's that break that i that we're talking about it's true so, patty are you are you a planner when it comes to taking a break or are you more of a spur of the moment kind of person <laughs> girl Everybody's laughing. Nobody, nobody. Plans her whole year out. Planner Patty. And she plans all four yeah, years out. I do. I plan everybody's party. Planner Patty. That's my nickname. Okay. I don't know where I'm going next week with them, but I'm sure I'm going somewhere. <laughs> next week. <laughs> She'll remind next me soon. Yeah, let me look. <laughs> No, I don't have you next week. And I'll, that's funny because I'm the opposite. I mean, it's, it's, and we get along so well. Yeah. But I'm the opposite. Like when I know I don't have anything going on, that's better for my stress. It's so weird. Oh, yeah, it is. And for me, I, I, the busier I am, the better it is. And I don't like to, I, when I have a weekend with nothing going on, nothing. I love it. <laughs> I actually drive my daughter crazy because she's like Jill. And I'm like, well, can I see you this week? And what are you doing next week? And you want me to take the girls? Mom, please. Like, I cannot think of like this. Like, that stresses her out more. What about you, Rosie and Ray Elena? Are you, are you more spontaneous or do you plan things out? Oh, no, I'm definitely a planner. And I like to book it and schedule it and confirm it and, um, you know, get everybody involved and make sure everybody's on the go. And, yeah, I'm definitely with Patty. I do the same thing. You do that with, with vacation and, and downtime, too? Oh, yes. Marilena will tell you. I've made her tag along with my vacations. And, yeah, I take care of everything. And, and of course, that comes my OCD uh, personality. Like, I just got to take care of everything. <laughs> but, yes. This is why love. I love these girls. I don't have to worry about anything. They do all the work for you. That's great. Care of me. But yeah, and, and you know, when the boys were, were younger, I mean, it was always, you know, summer vacations and 
I like going to a different place every year. Uh, usually beach oriented. And um, we've been to some fabulous places. And I just, you know, those memories, it's what, and, you know, having that vacation planned and booked and, you know, I don't no, know, somehow makes your work kind of like ease up. No, it's it, crazy. <coughs> I totally, yeah. I'm totally insane when you come back. Yes. But it's totally worth it. Yes. And I think that, you know, if your company gives you vacation time, yes. use it. Well, you know, how Nobody many, cares. I know, how many times at the end of the year, your boss will go, you have so many days left over. Yeah, and you yeah I, I lost you lose some them. last year. You always end up losing them. And this is my one year I've made the commitment to maybe start booking maybe like one Friday a month off because mm -hmm. I have a lot of vacations. All right, Rosie, let's start let's planning to get that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, you know, you've got to use it. You've got to step away. And one day won't kill you. But my summer vacation, and plus it's always my birthday. So, yeah. Always plan. It's a special one. You might forget. What about you, Maria Elena? Is your, is your downtime spontaneous or planned? I like a little bit of both. Yeah, she's a mixture. So, uh, I honestly, when I feel a little bit sad. I just try to surround myself with beauty. So either I go to a park, I go uh, to the museum, to a concert, and that most of the times has to be spontaneous. So whoever's around. Yeah, you're good like that. Whoever's around. And sometimes there's nobody around. Uh, I would still go out. And, and try to enjoy enjoy life. That's good. That's awesome. That's really good. Not me. I'll crawl up in the ball. <laughs> yeah. I watch TV. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I need, I That's need, good. That's I need beauty in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that you really are good. And music. I know you believe that. Yeah. And then we we all get together and we have that to look forward to. We have like a couple plays coming up. Um, that we're going to do together and dinner and, and things like that. So, you know, that's, we kind of work really hard and play hard, I think is the yeah. main thing. Yes. Take a break before you break. <laughs> Just it. Remember that life's too short. Yeah. We're passing by. So let's make the most of it. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. So before we wrap up today, uh, the last time we met and recorded, uh, our friend Maria Elena Solis was uh, preparing for her PCAM, and I'm very happy to say that uh, Maria Elena Solis is now a full-fledged certified PCAM Professional Community Association Manager, uh, as recognized by Community Associations Institute. So congratulations, Maria Elena. I know I told you. All right, so. Well, thank Big question of the day, Patty. Do you have a one? Oh, I do. One. Yeah, I, I um, actually was looking to do something different this month, but last night, see, I took a break and <laughs> had wine last night, um, and I had a really good um, Malbec, and I haven't, I haven't reviewed a Malbec for a while. It's a uh, Terrazas. T-E-R-R-A-Z-A-S, Malbec. It's from Argentina. And um, it's about $20 price point, but it was so good. I had to have three glasses. <laughs> it was really good. Nothing 
have to say Malbec. Malbec is probably my favorite. Terrazas Malbec from Argentina. Yeah, it's got a 3.9 rating. Well, that's all, all the time we have today for uh, this episode of Wine on Wednesday. Uh, thank you once again to our hosts, uh, Patty Watton, Joe Geiger, Maria Elena Solis, and Rosie Brophy. That's a wrap of this episode of Wine on Wednesday. Wine on Wednesday is a production of the Keystone Chapter of Community Associations Institute. Intro and outro music is Good Mood by Arch Music. Are you interested in sponsoring Wine on Wednesday? Contact us at info at caikeystone.org. On behalf of everyone here at Wine on Wednesday and CAI Keystone, I'm Michael Shaw saying, let's meet here again real soon.